What is going on, everybody? It's me, Joel Cupcake. Welcome back to another episode of Joel Cupcake Live. I'm so excited that we're back in the saddle. Um, you know, I am just cutting in here real quick. I've always done this whole unedited thing. I've always had this whole attitude about the show. Um, this episode, you'll notice, is a little edited. Um, I actually recorded this before I got diagnosed with Bell's palsy. So uh, I've been doing all my episodes on updating you guys on my status with Bell's palsy. Um, as you may or may not have noticed the last episode, um, you know, I, I'm at a plateau. So it's literally just like my nerves get better. My muscles get stronger. Eventually they start to work. So I'm just at this like really flat plateau. And like, I figured that'd be kind of boring to just uh, give you a, hey, there was like a centimeters difference of work, you know, update um, consistently. Um, I think that that would not be tight. So I don't want to do that. Um, so I've decided to resume my regular format and just kind of deal with it as we're going. Uh, I'm a little self-conscious. It's a little weird to me. Um, but, you know, I'm still going to spit, spit with it, roll with it, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera, all that shit. Um, so thank you for all the support. Thank you for checking everything out. Um, you know, I got stickers, hoodies, coffee mugs, all that shit for sale. Merch is linked in the bio, all of that. It, it's not a big deal. Um, check it out. Um, please. Thank you so much for the support. I have Facebook pages and YouTube, uh, Facebook, um, and Twitter and Instagram pages. I've started for the show as well. So please, 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 please check those out. I would super appreciate it. Um, beyond that, uh, let's get the ball rolling. Uh, this is episode 39. I have a super solid guest today. Uh, he is a, uh, he is a drummer. He's a musician. He plays in a band. Uh, he's from the other coast, Florida, you know, the, the other side of the country. Um, he's a good dude. Uh, I'm very excited to have him on. Um, again, please keep in mind this was previously recorded. So the setting and the intro and some of the stuff is, it's a, might be a little out of sync. I apologize. I'm actually not that good at video editing myself, but I do everything DIY on my own. So um, it is what it is uh pen up has actually started doing a lot of business with this company um and you know they also endorse myself and a few of our friends so i'm really excited uh to have had to have uh thomas filbert from radham uh, the you know the clothing and shoe and drum shoe company on the show today uh this marks episode 39 if you're not counting all my bell salts episodes of course um so i'm super jazzed to get back to this format with interviews so again Thomas Hilbert from Radom. Let's kick it off right now. Philbert. Did I say that right? It's it's Philbert, right, yep. brother? You got it. Okay. Nailed it. Thanks for Tight. having me. Appreciate Dude, it. Of course. So Thomas, you play in a is pop punk the appropriate term? Um, well, I don't know. Maybe we have some pop punk vibes, but I think like probably post, more like uh yeah, post like hardcore? post melodic hardcore kind of vibe. <laughs> Something like that. I, sad music. You, I was going to say, okay, I was going to say, are you going to be offended if I call you a sad boy band? You know what I no, mean? No, it's a sad like, boy band for sure. <laughs> sick. Okay, so they, so Thomas is in a sad boy band called Secret Keeper from Florida. Uh, tell, tell me a little bit about that, Thomas. Like what is, uh, you know, you're from Florida. Um, are you born and raised in Florida? Like, like how did you end up finding music at a young age and then ending up in a sad boy band? Like, like hit, hit me with it hit me with it brother so uh, i was born and raised in florida unfortunately uh but it's all good so pretty much lived in the same area my whole life 
page because we hold on, hold on one second hold on michigan my hold, hold on one second thomas it's 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 my internet's lagging and it's catching up with what you're saying and you're sound like a robot oh no okay there we go you're back so let's 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 hit that again i okay we'll type <laughs> i don't know I don't know. This, this, I run off a laptop, so I have to use like a USB-C like converter for the Ethernet. So sometimes mm -hmm. it just doesn't work as well as it should. Ooh, I feel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, sure. so so cont so continue with, with, you know, you were born and raised in Florida and then go from there. Yeah. Yeah. I was born and raised in Florida and then uh, got into music at a youngish age because we traveled to a family reunion up in Michigan every year when I was younger. And a lot of my great uncles and relatives were do like a little gathering play music and uh my parents just got me into guitar i was about maybe eight or so oh, and damn. at first okay. i hated it absolutely absolutely hated it didn't want to practice probably the worst thing ever and i just didn't appreciate it at the time but then as i grew up and then i got more <laughs> into it and then uh, yeah. i got a couple different teachers of different views and stuff and got my got my basics down and then pretty much the last teacher i had was kind of like well you just need to join a band and get going from there so I teamed up with some friends from school and it was like just a shitty local band. It was really bad. Then we got a little more serious and then that band kind of had a, a slight little falling out as, as things happen. And then uh, another member that was in that band with me, we just had a very similar music taste. And at the time, this is about 2013 or so, being as an ocean, it got really big right. and the whole like melodic hardcore scene was taking off. And we really yeah. wanted to do that. So we just kind of went that route and then we just always listened to like the emo music when we were growing up and that had a big influence we kind of just morphed into a sad boy melodic hardcore band project and if anything yeah, it's probably just... gotten more emo vibe over the year we got less hardcore and a little more like just more singing and stuff dude, there's so... nothing wrong with that at all dude like yeah. i'm not I'm, there's no hate on my end that's for fucking sure I appreciate that. I enjoy it. I've liked everything we've put out, honestly. Like, Tight. okay, there's like two exceptions, but we don't talk about those. Well, I mean, I mean, every every band grows and has a natural progression. Oh, and yeah. As long as you're happy with the music, you're, I mean, you do it. You know, music should always be an expression of self, as as uh, Eminem would say. You know what I mean? So, like, For you're sure. expressing yourself and hoping other people somewhere along the ride like enjoy it and like it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's been awesome. We've had lots of people from all over the world that uh, just like the music and i mean we've had different people like come like see us live and they're coming up to the merch table like crying and stuff it's really uh, it's it's weird to me to not like because i've never personally had that kind of a connection with with the band but it makes me feel good that other people have that with the music i'm making so i really appreciate that yeah that's and, awesome man yeah it's it's wild it, to me it, it blows me away because to me it's just music i just write yeah. it and and other people are really, you know, they really connect with it. So it means yeah. a lot to me. That's tight. And you guys have done a, done a, like a decent amount of, well, not like I shouldn't say decent, but you've done some touring, right? Like, yeah, we've done full US uh, over the years. And then um, we were going to do a lot more because we got picked up on uh, Arkham Agency for booking. And then uh, that was supposed to happen this year, but that didn't quite happen. Our last, last in Japan, which is pretty cool. And that was supposed to be like our springboard off into doing a whole bunch of touring this year. But then, uh, of course, the uh, the wonderful pandemic happened. So uh, kind of yes, canceled all yes, the touring this plans. Wonderful, mm -hmm. This wonderful uh, smoky nightmare we're all in or whatever you want to call it. 
it's a uh, it's a glitch in the matrix or someone put the wrong dlc and we've just we're locked into this problem yeah now. <laughs> yeah no, well i think what's going on is like neos they're they're fighting in the core right now yeah that's so, actually so the, rest, so the rest of us are all dealing with the bullshit like <laughs> neos trying to free us you know what i mean and that's um, that's what it yeah. is and the fucking what's his name agent agent smith is fucking that's you know that just is Donald yeah. Trump. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding now we're going too far but um japan japan must have been must have been cool because i noticed when you added me on like facebook and whatnot um you're an asian american correct like your part yeah that's correct yeah my mom's from she immigrated here from vietnam and she left oh. there right before the uh communist takeover so it was a uh, holy shit she got very uh very lucky yes <laughs> yes that's holy shit man that's crazy that's intense dude that was not the answer I expected. I yeah, almost she's feel, got some. I almost feel <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. It's awesome. I think everyone should know about it. Like she has such awesome stories of like growing up and like like good stories. But then there's like those stories of like this like totalitarian kind of government taking over and like experiencing that firsthand. And then she's yeah. able to come here and like start over with her family and everything. Is is it's actually a really good story. If it wasn't for that, I would not be here right now. <laughs> you know what? respect yeah. some respect on that thomas I, I feel it dude i feel it well that's awesome dude i mean is and so so being able to kind of go back well the, obviously it's, it's like almost impossible to play shows in vietnam right like it's like i know i know um, a couple death I mean, actually, go there right here. yeah i mean it's not really impossible i'd say Maybe this year it's impossible for sure. Oh, well, something happened with the video. Is it all good on your end? <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay, just making sure it, it just, like, froze it, for a second. It, it keeps, yeah, it's, it's like doing this with buffering thing. It's doing it on my end too, where I keep like, I'm a little okay. robotic, but you know, I, I, I it goes up in audio and, and video form. So it's not that big of a deal. Okay. All right, cool. People that watch the show know the internet sucks. And my whole thing with the yeah. show is I don't go back and edit anything. Like I don't fix anything. You know what I mean? So if people want some like polished podcast, they can go listen to fucking Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't really, I don't really. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, I would love to be on Joe Rogan's show. That'll never fucking happen. But like, yeah. So you're all good. Anyways, continue with what you were saying, sir. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so going to Japan, I made friends there, obviously. And then because of that, they were friends with other guys in Vietnam. There's like a huge hardcore scene in Vietnam right now. And mm. they uh, they didn't feel the pandemic as hard as some of the other countries because they were kind of on top of things. And I remember seeing a picture back in like July, I think, of like a packed venue. And it's just like straight hardcore show, like kids moshing everywhere. So I think there's a lot of opportunity there coming soon. I know a lot of Japanese bands will go there and tour. So, and it's it's not like a super super strict communist country anymore. Like I've been there several times throughout oh, my okay. lifetime, and it's it's probably one of my favorite places to go and visit. Like uh, you do have to be very uh, aware of the uh, government officials, and don't want to do anything to upset them. But the fact that you're an American visiting this country, they're super like chill with that. They're pretty appreciative of the. The tourism they do get and they're i think they're really trying to focus on that a lot trying to open the borders like a lot more and just kind of be a bit more approachable 
because okay. they have a lot of tourism stuff going on, which is which is really neat to see that. And a lot of people don't realize it, so I think it's uh, it's really cool. I think a lot of people should go experience. It's a beautiful country. There's like all kinds of natural resources and just you know great people, great food. I don't know. It's a it's yeah. one of those little hidden gems. I feel like that people don't think about. Yeah, I mean, I yes, yes, I agree. Like I I know a few people that are of Vietnamese descent, and like the stories, you know, like there's there, there's just so many people that like say they understand being poor or struggle and all that stuff and then i have so many friends that have a background like you and like the the fucking shit their family went through is just like it's it's almost humbling in a sense at least to me like to hear that and be like see like you know the you know it's not all fucking uh what's the best way to say this like fucking sunshine and rainbows you know what i mean like life's life's not like people still come to america for a better life even though, and then some of the people that, that live here take that life for granted. So it kind of sucks to see sometimes, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Completely agree. There's a lot of people that I think take it for granted. I mean, this is a, it's, there's certainly has its problems here, but there's a lot of like blessings and a lot of good stuff here yeah. that people just forget about that don't realize when you compare like some other, some of these other countries. But no, for, yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, I know. I got, I got wrangled into a couple when Mulan came out. I got wrangled into a bunch of art to like a bunch of arguments with people where they were like, you shouldn't support that actress because she spoke out in support of like the Chinese police. And I was like, I was like, you know, the, the feedback I got from some of my like Asian American friends was like, she probably had to say that. So she could even leave the fucking country to do like press for the movie. You know, like they, they would not have let her even do the movie if she hadn't said certain things probably. And I was like, damn, that's fucking wild to me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's some, that's some scary shit. <laughs> so, dude, I can only, yeah, I can only, like, you know, my grandpa fought in, in uh, he actually he actually fought in Vietnam, so he had told me stories and stuff. So, oh, wow. you know, like, and just like, just like terrible mistakes on both sides, but communism oh, can yeah. be really scary. And I think it's kind of funny when people out here are like, you guys are all communists because you don't like Trump. And it's like, yeah, there's like, definitely a big difference between that yeah. yeah like it's like you should go talk to somebody who's had to fucking deal with that like uh, i guess abuse is the like you know i don't know what the political term for what it is you know that the struggle oh it's fucked up man but fuck that let's not talk about that yeah. anymore uh <laughs> mu- mu- music yeah so like so that's tight okay so like what are some of like the main bands that you are into that kind of like really pushed you to do secret keeper um oh well feel like in the background and then more so lately um bringing the horizons just had like a a big i've always appreciated how they've adapted over the years and they've kind of like progressed and they've maintained their fan base i mean some people will like say oh they got worse or whatever but i i think it's really interesting to me to see how they've grown and how they've got more their fan base has grown like everything's grown they've gotten bigger bigger production bigger this bigger that and i think that's really inspirational oh, yeah. I don't know if it's like a direct influence on the music style, but it's definitely like just to watch it and be like, okay, so you can like, there's, there's ways to do what you like and, you know, get, get big and all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. like, like, that's really cool. Um, music wise, like, I don't know. I was really into Norma Jean way back when. And I feel like sometimes that kind of creeps in here and there Dude. just a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Norma Jean and Zayo were two of like the bands yes. when I got into metalcore that like that fucking got me going. Like those two bands, The Blood and From Autumn to Ashes and Poison the Well, like those were like my yes. 
my all five that like yeah they all got me going and then like my favorite metalcore band of all time is every time i die but besides like right behind them is bleeding through and like i've seen bleeding through more times than any other band that i haven't toured with um and i've only i've only booked bleeding through physically twice you know what i mean but i've seen that band 18 times that's sick that's awesome yeah and i fucking do just like their first couple records like you just you can't like it's like perfect metalcore in my opinion of course. I mean, yeah. it's it's pretty it's pretty perfect. I I do like a lot of the modern metalcore. I don't know. I I got out of metalcore and then lately I kind of got back into it. I don't know. I don't know why that is, but it just happened and well, I'm not like, complaining. So Yeah, there's like a modern wave with like, you know, like yeah. Gideon, I am, Kublacon, like a lot of those bands like that that are fucking just killing it, man. Like especially oh, yeah. like I mean, Gideon is one of the more prominent like melodic hardcore or metalcore, or what you yeah, know, I, I hate sure. all the, I hate all the genre classifications. I literally fucking hate that shit. Like, yeah, to me, same. it's all just metalcore. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, there's there's a lot of good ones lately. You know, I mean, I, I'm a big like. To me, if people are like, "What's like if if you want me to get into metalcore, what's a record I could I should listen to?" Like, I always tell them, drop everything you're doing and go listen to "Pass the Flask by the Bled," because. <laughs> Like the drumming is insane. Like that drummer is so underappreciated, man. Like oh, yeah. he, he's fucking, ugh, I don't know. I just, I, I could totally have a whole episode about that record. dude. <laughs> just change the whole podcast, metalcore podcast. Dude, just, yeah. Hey, we're talking about the bled. If you don't like it, tune, tune the fuck out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I miss the bled. Dang. I haven't, oh. I have to go back and listen to some of their, some of their stuff. It's been a minute. Right. Yeah. Though, I think the second record turned 10 last year oh really or well wow. technically it's the third record because it's like an ep yeah. and then they did pass the flask and then they did space cowboy or underwater cowboy or oh lost on the flood wow i was really wrong with those names <laughs> um but yeah they did that record which was i didn't mind it was okay yeah yeah i mean everyone's got their, their ups and downs yeah yeah so how how was uh you know i, I actually haven't I know a lot of people from the Florida music scene. You know, I had mm -hmm. Chris uh, from King Conquer and Body Snatcher on the show like mm -hmm. a while back. Um, how was like growing up in the Florida, like, because I grew up in the West Coast metal metalcore scene, which is obviously like there's, you know, right. I feel like it's like if you're going to break it down, it's like you have Northeast, Florida, West Coast and then like Chicago, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like they're yeah. all a little different. Hot, I'm like, hot areas, yeah. Like Philly and Boston are different kind of their own unique scenes, but like For they sure. all kind of bleed into the Northeast. So like, how was how like how was growing up in that world like in Florida for you? Um, for me, there used to be like a pretty good local scene where I'm from. Uh, I'm in a uh, Merritt Island, Brevard County, like where they launched the the space stuff. Uh, oh, there was okay. a yeah there's a really good scene around here maybe ooh, 10 10 plus years ago and then i guess when the shuttle kind of I don't know, things people grew up and things changed around the area and it kind of went away but when it was a thing um i don't know it was pretty good there's a lot of people involved in it i don't i played in it i don't think i was like a huge like really really into it i wasn't in that like click so it was kind of clicky okay. in a way yeah. and i just never was in that not that I like didn't make any friends from that. Like now, like I feel like I'm yeah. closer with them now than I was like back in the day. Fair. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was good. There's a lot of good music coming out. There's some bands you thought would make it and they didn't. And then some kind of like 
don't know. It was good. It was good overall, I'd say. There's definitely like the clicks. Like you had like even in Florida, you have like the East Coast where I'm from, and what's different from in Orlando, which is different again. And in Tampa, and you had a South Florida scene, and there's North Florida, like in Jacksonville, and then in the Panhandle, like Pensacola. They're like separate different things and i feel like they kind of didn't get along there's always like some friction going on back yeah. when or you had like the hardcore crews and stuff doing their thing so i kind of just stayed stayed out of that but uh <laughs> it's funny because yeah. um <laughs> we uh the same like seer keeper and body snatch used to share a unit way back when because we're from the same area oh, originally so tight. so we actually uh there were some crossover shows of like sad boy music and like really heavy beat down shit going on at the same time so you can cry and then cry from getting beat up at the show. Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean so I'm mean, i a big fan of the mixed genre of shit. The mixed genre. Yeah, like I'm a big fan of the mixed genre of shit like that. Like back, like I love, I used to love doing shows like that back in the day. So, but um, yeah. Well, let's, let's like, switch gears. I like it now. Let's, oh, go ahead. Finish. No. I was just going to say, I like it now, but I feel like when I was like 18 or 17, I was like, why are they mixing the genres? Like, they should just make single genre shows or something. I don't know. Yeah. See, Some we used to like do, when, you're young. Like when, Pen Up, when Pen Up started, we did a lot of mixed genre shows. You know what I mean? Like, I was real big on that. Mm -hmm. uh, so was my partner at the time, who now does real estate because he got over music, which is fine. It happens. That's um, fine. Yeah. So, like, we did a lot of mixed genre <laughs> back then, and it's like, dude, like, the you know, like the emo sad boy bands supported like the deathcore bands and like the, the fucking punk rock bands would support the gnarly like death metal bands because like it was a scene. Like everybody just went to shows regardless of who was playing because yeah. there was McDonald's. And then like obviously after like the huge metalcore boom, we had more of the metalcore bands like play with each other and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Et cetera. Yeah. Oh, that's cool though. That's neat. Like a community, actual community of people supporting each other. That's cool. Yeah, we've been doing, uh, as you know, Wick, we did some streaming shows over the over the summer, and mm -hmm. every lineup was a mixed bill. I would never do two, like, I would never do one show where it was just all one type of band, because well, how does anybody, how does anybody grow? How does anything benefit from that? You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Every local band has its own niche. Every, every style of music has its fans, but like, hey, listen to some other shit. You might be surprised with what you hear or what you like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So speaking of surprised, I was pretty surprised to find out that Thomas's company for Adam sent me some shoes. What's up? These are yeah. the ice blue, the two, How the, they fit? the two point ones. Uh, they are great. Um, I yeah. probably should have gotten 12s, but I have really fat feet. So probably would have been uncomfortable. So these fit perfect. Hmm. Okay. So. I'm I'm happy with them. Uh, yeah, I have like the lightest. I have like the lightest fucking foot on the face of the planet, bro. It's it's like embarrassing. So, like some styles of shoes, I have to. I wear like a, <laughs> I'm technically a twelve, and some styles of shoes I literally have to buy in fourteens because I can't fit my feet in them. You know what I mean? So, oh, wow. I'm, I'm a little wow, heavy that's set. Crazy, dang. I'm a little heavy set. I'm a wide dude. Oh, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I am the exact opposite. I am a small human being. <laughs> hey, man, anytime you want to switch, you let me know, okay? Like, yeah, we can I, trade off like once in a while, you know, just to see. I'm, dude, I'm down. I'm, I'm so down. I'm, I'm, I would love that, dude. Um, so, so, Vradim, <laughs> I'm, I'm pronouncing that right, correct? Mm -hmm. 
yeah, how did that? Nailed it. So you're the you're the co-owner. So how did that come about, man? Like that's like a like a drum shoe company, and now I know you guys have kind of expanded to like apparel and like accessories yeah. for, for drummers and percussionists. But like, so how did like how did you even come up with that idea to start a drum shoe company, bro? Uh, it was, so it started in maybe 2011, 2012. I was playing at the time, and the would always play barefoot. And he just, I don't know, he's having problems. And we kind of, there was kind of another shoe at the time that was for drummers, but it wasn't exactly like, you wouldn't wear it daily. You wouldn't, it didn't look good in my opinion. And so the idea <laughs> kind of started there. And then in 20, 2011, 2012, the space center here, like the space shuttle program ended and uh, my dad was laid off. He was out of a job and we were, we were fine, like financially, but he was just looking to get into something weird like downtime and mm -hmm. um we were looking at a couple different options and they my dad and my mom like just lit on to the idea and we're like no this is a good idea we should run with it and they kind of like we're like here you're gonna and i was like oh, okay and uh which was a huge responsibility but they were there the whole step of the way and it was just really neat how it turned into like a whole family business at that point. Yeah. And it wasn't just me trying to scrape together something. It became like a proper family business. And we were able to go to Vietnam and meet with manufacturer because we really wanted to just go there because that's where my mom's from. We already knew the language. So it just made life easier to start there. And then it we got our prototype going and it grew and is what it is today. And it's just been a it's been a lot of learning. It's been a bit of stress as always yeah. with any uh, any business you start but we really haven't we, i was still in school when we started it so i wasn't able to run it full time oh, until maybe 2015 and then we oh, wow. kind of okay. really like knuckled down and really like went for it at that point and um because we used to have like all back here was full of boxes of shoes and then it was oh, wow. like all in the house it was just everywhere and then we're finally like all right, we've grown to the point now and we moved into another location, um, which is our like normal warehouse, which is normally where I would do this, but I just am not there this evening because I don't have a, a vehicle to get there. But that's no, oh, dude, you're a fine. Whole other, I, I... <laughs> whole other thing. I could show it off, but let's I just can't, let's just blame Corona, dude. Yeah, Fuck Corona. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. It's the Yeah. <laughs> it's all coronavirus. Yeah. That's why my car is broken. Yeah, coronavirus. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Why don't you have a vehicle? Coronavirus. For sure. Why don't I have a million dollars in coronavirus? Oh, that's definitely coronavirus's coronavirus. fault. <laughs> nah. Definitely coronavirus. Well, well, that well, that's tight. So, like, that's that's sick because I didn't realize it was like a whole family affair with you guys. That's that's dude. That's that's pretty badass, man. Like, I appreciate you taking a little bit of interest in like some of the bands I manage and like sending me some shoes to check out, even though I don't drum. Like, I noticed like yeah. you guys have like a pretty unique like grip pattern on the bottom. And like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, yep. Andrew from Fallujah, he's been on the show a couple of times. Everyone's pretty familiar with him. Uh, he was telling me like, like the grip is just like incredible on his like drum pedals and stuff like that. I'm assuming oh, that's, awesome. that's why it was designed the way it was designed, the pattern yeah. it has. Yeah, exactly. So since my dad has an engineering background, he um, really, he that was kind of his baby. He put together how to make, do all the tread pattern and everything and, and figure that out. And um, well, we have some ideas to update in the future just to improve it because you can always make things better. But yeah, he, he, I think he pretty much, I'd say he nailed the, for the first go of this 
shoot we're on the second version now but the the trend yeah. pattern hasn't changed because it just it's worked and we've had a lot of positive feedback for it so it's yeah it's, he did an amazing job designing that i i didn't that's not me all i did was make it look pretty like the upper part and kind of figured mm -hmm. out what to do there but as far as like coming up with the mechanic of it like that's that's all my dad he he i think he i think he nailed it and there's a lot of other drummers that will definitely agree with that that's awesome yeah dude yeah i mean i have known about the company for a little bit through some of my artists and also just i've heard the name and seen the name around you know what i mean um yeah they've all had fantastic things to say so i'm glad that like your company's doing well and like it's continuing and carrying on man Thank like you. that's that's fucking awesome you know like I know you just took an interest in a few of my artists and you know you're you're technically endorsing you know pin up on all the stuff we're doing with like the streaming shows yeah. and stuff with our artists and the new branch we just launched so thank you so much for that you know so everybody watching you know cruise over to just it's just vratim.com v-r-a-t-i-m check it out um you know it seems like you've had uh <clears throat> like you have a lot of big names on the roster you know um who, who's kind of been with you for a long time that's really helped you kind of like push the brand like you know do you have any you know you know not not saying you're a guy that likes to brag but you know now would be your time early on we got put in touch with alex rudinger and he's been huge in pushing everything because he has like he had a huge following before playing with faceless and countless other bands and now he's with Whitechapel. And he's yeah. been pretty instrumental in kind of blowing the brand up, so to speak. And then um, we've also had a lot of help from Josh from Issues. And uh, who else has been like really helpful over the years? There's been so many. We have, um, oh, I hope I don't butcher his name. Uh, Yake from uh, Amona Marth. He's been really helpful too. Oh, you have him. And oh, dude, I love that. I fucking love that band. That band's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, they're, oh, they're so sick. I, I would love to meet him one day. He's been super, super helpful, like pushing over in Europe and stuff. That's um, sick. We've also been working a little bit with, um, well, there's a few, I, I'm not going to admit, he's not been, we're still in the background for this guy, but there's like a couple bigger names that we've been working with and are planning to do more with in the future. But That's awesome. Can't just quite, can't quite talk about I, it yet. But, oh, but yeah, no, those, I, those I, probably I, the main hey, ones hey, that have hey. been helping. Hey, I don't want no, I don't want no, no special privileges here. Okay, bro. I get it, dude. No, it's fine. I, I understand. I, I run a business too. I feel you, brother. But that dude, so that's awesome, man. Like what, yeah, keep so, so what's like, what's your favorite part about doing random? Like what is like, obviously like it's your thing. So it's like your business and there's some pride in it, but like, I'm sure like there's just something about it that means a little bit extra to you or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I really loved when being in Florida, you don't get a lot of the bigger tours coming through just because it's inconvenient to go down and go back up. But anytime our artists would come through, I'd try my hardest to go out and just meet with them because it's an internet brand. So you don't really get to interact face to face with people very often. So anytime they come through, I think it's my fair just to meet people in person because it's yeah great to email it's great to video chat but nothing beats like just face to face and i think that's my favorite part just to and then my mom would always like bake cookies homemade cookies for every artist that comes through because you know a little piece of home while you're on the road kind of thing so we Dude, try to so do that tight. too bring a little care package of cookies and extra shoes or shirts or whatever they need that's probably my favorite thing i'd say 
Yeah, I know a couple of friends that have been like, like either their shit's been like jacked on tour because you know, unfortunately, van vans get broken into and like, yeah, you know, or like some unfortunate thing happens, like they're in a van flip and it trashes a pair of shoes, and all of them have been like, dude, the guys have been awesome by getting me another pair, blah blah blah, blah. like just like all around the board. I've heard nothing but good things about the brand, about like your whole team. You know, I know uh, one of your artist reps is Tyler from yeah. fucking Born Anew, which dude, is obviously awesome. I, I manage them. You know what I mean? And like, he's a great kid. So I'm oh, yeah. so glad that like he works with you. Like that, that it's just, it's sick, dude. Like, have you guys talked or thought about like trying to do stuff like, in, well, obviously Guitar Center is clearing bankruptcy. So that's a moot point now. <laughs> but like, what has there ever been any trying to push to be a little bit more commercial like that? Or are you guys pretty happy with where you're at? Um, there, yeah, we want to, I mean, ideally we'd like to get into that, but we really wanted to make sure when we first started, we wanted to make sure we had the product solid. We didn't want to go like start punching above our weight, so to speak, and get into these places and then find that there's a bunch of problems. So we wanted to get that sorted early on and just focus on that. And I think we're pretty good there. And, um, we just kind of want to expand the line a little bit, have a couple different options. We've been thinking of doing like a stage shoe like a multi-purpose kind of you can drum with it you can wear it daily it more or also kind of wear it on stage because the mm -hmm. shoe right now is a little more um like one-sided you can daily yeah. it but it's really designed for drumming so kind of do a, yeah. a shoe to balance that one out and then maybe a couple two or two other ones that are maybe super focused for like super lightweight and super thin outsole kind yeah. of thing. just just have a nice little line before we kind of offer it to try and do like a, in a retail spot or something. That's tight. So. Yeah, my uh, my buddy Julian, when I posted about the shoes the other day, he works for uh, uh, Dynamic Talent International, which used to oh, be our retail. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. plays bass. He plays bass on like a sad boy band, just like you. Only their music's much probably much sadder than yours. But that's not the point. <laughs> um, he was like, "Oh, is there? Is there? Did, you know, did, when are they going to make shoes for bassists?" And I told him, "Fucking never, because bassists <laughs> never get anything." But <laughs> oh no. <laughs> But uh, which you know, I I found that funny, but I I, I laughed my, I laughed at myself a lot though, um, you know what I mean. But like that's tight to hear that you're you are thinking more about like a multi-purpose stage shoe, yeah, or like a more active shoe or you know, there's a thousand adjectives you could use. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I need something. Because I'm really bad at drums, so I need something a shoe like actually for me is what it, this is. All, that's all what it's for. Actually, it's not for anyone else. It's really just for yeah. me. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you want to be able to, to wear your own product, dude, like 100%, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, I wear it regardless because it's comfy. They're super comfortable. I don't know if you've worn them long enough yet, but I, I just wear them because they're comfortable. Like, it's not Yeah, no, I wore them. The day I got them, I wore them basically like all day. You're right. They are very comfy. Yeah. I was very impressed. Like, I'm I'm a big Adidas guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, through, like, through, like through and through. And like the Adidas, they used to make this line called the – the IN95s or something like that. They, they looked like an old school Adidas shoe, but they were mm -hmm. made with new school tech. Right. And I yeah. had, I had, I went through three pairs of the same color. I would like track them down on like stock X and stuff. Cause I love them so <laughs> oh, much. Man. And that your shoes remind me the feel is like the same exact thing, like oh. the way it's built. Like, so I was so happy when I put them on, dude, I was like, these are tight. Thank you. I, that is a, I, that is a very nice compliment. I just got to be careful wearing them right now because it's winter and I got fucking ice blue shoes. You know what I mean? So I knowing my clumsy ass, I'll get them dirty in like three seconds. So I, I probably won't be wearing them too much until after winter's over, but. Yeah, no, that's understandable.
It's all good. Well, I have uh, I have some some cheesy questions for you if that's okay. You know, all my Lay guests. You know, all my guests. We have we have fun, and then they all have to deal with the same bullshit. So you know, I, I like to treat everybody equally, including you. Okay. Uh, okay. So oh, this you. is the first one. This is really important. You might help settle a, a debate right now. What's your favorite color? Ooh. Uh, I got I. I gotta go with green, like like a good solid greens. Fuck yes, My. green staying in the lead, dude. That's what I like to hear. That's also that's also my favorite color, and and somehow it's it's been the winner yeah. on the show. It's been the winner on the show, and surprisingly, you don't want colors in second place. Purple, red, purple, purple, purple. purple. You would think it would be red or blue. Or like maybe yellow or orange, but no, it's fucking purple. Love it. I'm so glad you're team That's green, Tom. That makes me so much happier <laughs> that I had you on the show, bro, because you're you're the same team as me, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, you, you've toured it. You've toured enough. I can ask you this next question. Um, Whataburger or In and Out? I'm a Whataburger person, honestly. Fair. That's fine. That's fine. And that's that a no said, judgment question. I am from California. So in and out obviously holds a special place in my heart. But right. I, I lived in New Mexico for two years taking care of my father. And I'd love me some Whataburger. Like, that's, so it's fair. The question is from, you know, I always ask that question. And people are always like, oh, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like <laughs> I, I eat both. I eat both. So it's a fair question. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, I had in and out. See, we have Whataburger in Florida, but I had In-N-Out before having Whataburger and okay. just from tour. And then I eventually had Whataburger and I was like, oh, I, I like this better. Now, I have to like, there's a little caveat to this. Like, I don't eat red meat anymore. So I haven't had In-N-Out or like a proper Whataburger in probably maybe five years or so, or maybe like something. It's been a while. So maybe my opinion's a little like, biased or slanted or something but but i'll tell you those like the fries at in and out are cardboard and that's like a big like they're just not okay okay we gotta stop the conversation now because i'm gonna get upset with you (laughs) all right next question what's your favorite type of food that you can only get on tour like i know florida is pretty culturally diverse so it's kind of shitty to ask you this because you can get most of what you want probably in your backyard you know what i mean yeah. But like, what's like your favorite thing that you can only get on tour that you like to eat? Um, dang, favorite tour food. Um, dude, honestly, like, I can't even think of any. I see, I'm I'm a weird like want to be healthy tour person, and I like bring my own food or like buy it from the grocery store. So I don't look forward to the fast food at all anymore, but I guess if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with, let's see. And it's definitely, I think yeah, I'm going to go with cook. Uh, okay. I was going to say, you can say something, ve- you can say something vegan. That's fine. I don't give a shit. Like, I eat mostly vegan these days. Like, or well, not. I shouldn't say that. Let me rephrase that. I cannot give up cheese. Vegan cheese fucking <laughs> is terrible, and nobody will ever convince me otherwise. Like, one of my best friends is full blown vegan, and I'm like, stop, just 
but we eat a lot of vegetarian friendly, vegan friendly stuff in the house. Sure. So, but okay. 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 I'll, I'll respect that cookout. Okay. You're an East coast boy. This one's important. Okay. This one I will judge you on if you answer wrong. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Sheets or Wawa? I think you froze on my end. You there, Thomas? Oh, damn my internet. Right at the important question. No, it's, it's mine too. I heard it's Sheets or Wawa, right? Is that That's what I heard yeah. in the garbled yes. robot voice. Yeah, yes. Sheets or Wawa. Um, honestly, I'd have to go with Wawa. Ooh. That stings, man. It's been but a minute since I've been, is since like, since I've been to either. Right there. Okay, that's fair. It's that's like fair. it's like sheets. Which one? This one is Wawa, and sheets is like right there. Like it's tough. Okay. Wawa is just here, so it's convenient for me. So that's fair. why it, it wins because it's here. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, sheets I love that. I love, I'm okay with, I'm okay with that. Sheets, we will, I'll change my opinion. I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not judging you because they're basically like neck and neck. You know what I mean? So I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, funny part is dark. I've been telling funny part is I can tell who doesn't, doesn't watch the show because that's actually a trick question because the answer is Bucky's. Mm. Yes. I was just going to say that. I was going to say the answer is Bucky's. <laughs> you should have. Oh man. I would have been, I would have probably fucking flipped out of my fucking chair. Wait, if you wait, said that. I, hang on. On my, on my backpack, I have Bucky himself. Oh, dude, the buck dude. Love it. I love it. I have a I have a Bucky stuck on the back of my car, and people realize like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "If you don't know, you just don't know." You know, like, oh, oh man, oh man, this is, the, is the one. I'm so glad you. They're you coming to agree. Florida. They're opening a location in Florida. Oh, you're excited, aren't you? <laughs> yes, but yes and no. Like, it kind of takes the novelty away. I feel like because now it'll be here, but it's, it's far enough away from me, so it's it's still a little bit of a. That's how I felt about like in and out. Like there's one and there's an in and out in Arizona now. Yeah, there's like an in and out in Arizona now, and then there's an mm -hmm. in and out. I think they opened one in like Dallas. Like there's one in Texas, I think. Now. Yeah. Yes, I've been. And there. then I heard I heard that they put one in New York or some shit. Oh. Like just because of like the Ooh, over. I no. Mean, uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that. Hold on, let me Google that before I I fucking quote that. That just seems wrong. It shouldn't be. If it is, it needs to not be there. <laughs> oh, never mind. Okay, good. We don't have to. I don't have to. It was. It was, a lie. it was a lie. It was a lie. It was a lie. Okay. So never mind. All right. So last question I have for you, my friend, and then we will we will wrap this up so I don't take too much more of your time. So. Um, Part of the reason I do the show, as I explained to you earlier, um, is I call it Joel Cupcake Unedited. Uh, I've been a promoter my whole life. Uh, I do the artist management stuff. Branding is important. Imagery is important. Um, I like to think I'm a little bit more real than most people in the industry. But yeah. that being said, like even as a promoter, you have to kind of play politics and be careful what you do and don't say. Mm -hmm. it, within the scene, I, I don't mean actual politics, but like right. within the scene, you know? So sometimes there's um, a facade or a veil that's put up or whatever. Um, 
what's like a character trait you have or a hobby or characteristic or or what, whatever adjective you have, something that, that's that, that's unique to you that you think people might not know about you that you wish more people knew about you. Oh, and yes, man. I know this is a fucking tough question. <laughs> I'm completely aware. This is the worst one. I don't like this question at all. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, dang. Um, a unique thing to me. Dude, I don't know. Yeah, or like something that like, you know, even people that come see you play shows might not know about you. Like for me, for example, like I'm like a big video game nerd. Mm. Like I talk a lot of stuff on the on the internet. Um, I'm very bad at checking my grammar and my vocabulary, <laughs> like when I post shit. So like a lot of people are, <laughs> are surprised to find out that like this bookshelf behind me is filled with books. And I actually love reading. And I read, especially as a young adult, I read a shit ton. Yeah, it was mostly on nerdy oh, stuff. Awesome. Who cares? You know what I mean? But I love to read and I think book works are, are, yeah. are amazing. You know, and most people don't expect that about me if they don't know, mm -hmm. if they don't like, if they've never been to my house or had an intellectual conversation with me. Gotcha. Oh, that is really interesting. Yeah, I learned something new. I'm glad you like to read. I like to read as well, but I'm not going to take that as um, I'd say I really like building, like this kind of developed in the past, maybe like three, three years kind of came back to me. As a kid, I would like build little like models of planes and things mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. and um i it's a bit harder i wasn't that good at it because you're like eight trying to do something really fine detail but yeah. then i kind of got back into it like a few years ago and that's been like my my thing i like big into anime and i got into like i really like the whole gundam series like the the robots and stuff so I, I like building those models like they're hey, I, watched, I watched uh gundam wing not the not the og like whatever the the second one was yeah yeah actually i have a uh it's massive this huge oh, this big boy he's like oh shit oh. he needs to be painted and stuff i haven't done i just put it together because i wanted to like the full like the big guy all together but that's, that's so like sick. my that's what i kind of do on the side i, I don't know it's kind of like therapeutic in a way because you're not really you're just focusing on making like cutting the parts out and putting them all together you like you can't be on your phone you can't be doing anything else it's kind of just focus yeah. on this project and i think that's it helps me like unplug because like running your own business i'm as you know i'm sure like yeah. you're you're on your phone you're always doing there's always mm -hmm. something coming in always something to do so it's yeah, nice like, to just do that yeah i always explain to people that like i use the adjective everybody has a vice you know what i mean some people look at that adjective and a negative connotation but like you know my way of, of unwinding is like i'll come home i'll throw my mm -hmm. phone in a corner somewhere i'll yeah. fucking have a cocktail and i'll either watch a movie or play some video games and just zone out like just go to another fucking planet you know oh, what yeah. i mean so whatever helps you do that whether it's fucking figure building who fucking cares you know what i yeah. mean it's also your life oh i have a question for you now oh fuck me Ooh. okay this is important. This is this is a very important. Since you mentioned it, so now you're now you're caught in it. What is your go-to cocktail? Oh, that's easy, bro. That is fucking easy. Okay, silver tequila mm -hmm. can be any brand. Um, I generally use silver Patron okay. um, because yeah. Patron is not. It's not a classic tequila. Like it's sold as it is, but it's really not. But the silver mixes very well, which is why I suggest it. Yeah. Um, fair respect. If I had to choose, I'm currently obsessed with Terramana, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's tequila. Mm -hmm. I am a huge like rock fanboy, like just through and through. He's the most electrifying man in entertainment. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, so so tequila with pineapple juice and a splash of Sprite. Huh. Okay. And no lime. No lime. No lime. No lime. Take the acid away. Huh. I guess mm-hmm. you have the pineapple already, so it's kind of like kind of already acidic kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly, my friend. Oh. That's my go-to. I love it. Interesting. I have to try it, dude. It's so good, so good, dude. And like the splash of Sprite just kind of helps smooth mm-hmm. it all together. Like people are like, that seems like a weird addition. And I'm like, but it like it's like just a perfect blend between like the the pineapple and the fucking tequila burn. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah, wow, dude. Okay. It's all, dude, right. I'll just knock back a couple of those when we're out at dinner, and I'm like so relaxed, dude. It's just like <laughs> it's funny because like every time we go out, I order one, and people are like, "That sounds good." I'm like, "Dude, if you've never had one, try it." And then that's just what they end up drinking the rest of the night. Huh. Well, maybe maybe I'll try that tonight. We'll see. <laughs> you should, and if you can find the Rocks Tequila anywhere near you, he has a silver and a gold, like a Reposado. Either of them mm-hmm. are fucking great. It doesn't matter which one. The Reposado is, I just, you can just sip it. You just put it in a cup with two ice cubes and you can just sit there and sip it. It's that fucking good for a tequila. So, that was a good question. That's what I was talking about. That was good. I can appreciate that. that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. It's important. Well, you pass the test. It's all good now. Uh, oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm actually out of time because I have something I got to go do. So, we're gonna we're gonna end it there. But you went you we got through it. You answered my questions. Thank you for coming on the show, Thomas. I fucking appreciate you. Uh oh, everybody that you. watched. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course, dude. Everybody that watched, thank you for watching. Um I'll put all of Thomas's links in the in the show at the bottom in the of the comments, you know, or not the comments in the in the info. Uh it'll also be on the info for the podcast and all that. Uh Thomas, how can everybody find you online? Like what's your handle? Like, my handle is just Thomas Filbert for pretty much everything. Just my there first and last name scrunched together. Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Yeah. Sick. And I'll have that down below. And Vradim is just at Vradim everywhere. V-R-A-T-I-M. And Secret Keeper, I believe, is yep. Secret Keeper FL, right? Yeah. On Twitter and Instagram. I think I think Facebook's the only one that's Secret Keeper banned. Maybe the website, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have all that in the links for everybody to check out. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, dude. Well, Thomas, thank you for joining me. Everybody, I'm your boy, Joel Cupcake. Thanks for watching another or listening to another episode. Uh, Be sure to subscribe if you haven't yet. And don't forget, I stream on Twitch three days a week. You can find me there too. And uh, please support Thomas, all his endeavors, his projects. Check out Radham, especially if you're a drummer. It's worth it. Yes, It's worth it. Thank you. Awesome. Thomas, thank you so much for joining me, my friend. This was wonderful. Uh, we, we just started working yeah, together, so I feel, like I, I feel like I got to know you a little better, and that's sick, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. It's very sick. All right, awesome. Well, that's it, everybody. I'll catch you next time. Thomas, you're the fucking man, dude.